0: This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers.
1: I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the
2: Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is is Caesar, and uh, no no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for
1: 75 years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I, I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people.
3: And I'm Tinzian.
2: Some <laughs> of the beauties of D&D. You can't end the story. It goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the
0: show. I'm Genesee.
3: I'm Eric. I'm Kevin. And I'm bejazzling your imagination with sweet, sweet D&D. <laughs> 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 and
0: this is Death of Dishonor. Today is Friday, June 29th, and this is episode 63 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. I'm just going to turn it right over to Tinsian because I don't know what to say after that.
4: Interjection. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: um, did you say bedazzling or vajazzling? Yeah, I know. It was a Oh, bedazzling. Okay. <laughs> bedazzling.
0: Is there something I need to know?
3: <laughs> yeah. Just just wondering. <laughs> shall, 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 we, shall we start this over again? Let's start. No, no, oh, no, no,
1: no. Oh, no. no. Continue <laughs> on. Continue on.
3: <laughs> Fine. Okay. In the last episode, the party was uh, doing a little more exploration near the rock carn. Due to a series of fortunate, well, for the rest of the party, and perhaps unfortunate uh, mistakes, uh, Thorn got stuck in his own. Well, I pushed the button, things fell down, wildly coyote-type situation. The ones that hurt
2: him instead of other people.
3: Indeed. Right. It's when he's
1: standing over the
3: cliff, you know, and holds up the sign that says yoinks or help or
2: whatever, you know, it goes <laughs> three, yeah. two, yeah. one,
3: right? <laughs> just, just, just in the event that you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to uh, last week's and you will see how we can take a rock carn and, and turn it into a white phosphorus torch of uh, immense and complete power. In any case, the rock karn area is now so brightly lit that uh, it's entered into a state of black and white for the visual cue, leading Caesar to be up in a tree, Mithrin charging out upon Daggerrock into the woods, Xanatari following up upon Strong and Steady Clyde heading out into the woods where they found orcs. And, why did it have to be orcs? (laughs) Mithrin, there's also something else that you found out there. Oh, aside from your dead cable. Now, (laughs) the question is, will you join your dead cable connection from last week? Because you, (laughs) you, sir, charged fearlessly, wonderfully, exquisitely into the middle of this group of about 30 orcs. Dagger Rock dispatched, I believe it was three, upping the kill mm-hmm. count above the humans, temporarily, perhaps, with a rear kick. You, sir, however, have a week's worth of a stewed, preserved, well nurtured <laughs> and mixed one! <laughs> yes. <Yep. laughs> yes. You, sir, have had failure. Mighty swing hey.
1: with my cleaving blow that. Cle- cleft my pride in twain. <laughs> uh.
2: This
3: critical failure is of such power and magnitude that even Xanatari's deity could not zot it.
2: <laughs> mm. it's aged in a, oh, an
3: oaken barrel. Yes. It- this is the scotch of Critical <laughs> One. Now let's light this cigar and either enjoy it or, or snuff it's it out. Be <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> Oh uh, yes you were being dragged from your horse i was you were mm. now owing to the fact that there was a orc that had an axe raised above its head before the last words that you heard were pop fizzle snorp snorp snorp, snorp of the skype connection going dead right let's have Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> How is your storytelling ability tonight? Do you want to take over for Mithrin, or shall I roll this? Um,
2: I'll, I say let you take this right now. I need to get warmed up,
3: I think, for tonight. Okay, very good. Mithrin, Daggerrock is there to defend you. You have fought valiantly, Perhaps a vision or two of your life have passed before your eyes. There (laughs) is. So
1: short. Oh, God. Yeah.
3: (laughs) There is wonder as to what your parents are doing. Perhaps an epitaph or two written in your mind. Mm -hmm. But no, this day, this day, fates are somewhat with you. You have failed. You have fallen deep and hard onto the ground. Your arm, your right one, is able to take the blow of the axe as it's come down. Due to your most recent purchase, though, the ornamentation that is on your, uh, what is it called? Vam brace. Vam sure, bracer. yep, yep, yep. Ah. Is able to deflect the blow just enough. That you can still feel your arm attached within the armor. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I have an arm fingers, still. This is great.
3: Your fingers are n- immediately numb. In uh, fact, you're not quite sure if you can feel them. You're not quite sure if you can feel your arm. Normally such a blow, even if it was deflected, very much in your skilled somewhat, you know, yet developing mind of, of being combatant, uh, you should at least be screaming in pain. Xanatari's deity in the background agrees.
4: <laughs> but says, you're
3: not.
0: Bard must have two arms, or a man who plays must have two arms.
3: <laughs> there are problems. <laughs> deep, deep problems with your arm. You can sense mm. doesn't take much of a thing. But you are able to move the next turn.
1: Wow. Okay, so the the right arm is useless, though.
3: Right arm is useless right now. Gotcha. Zenitari. Yep. Amongst the kicking of dagger rock and the flashing and flickering of lights from behind you from the magnesium carn or White Phosphorus carn, however you want to view it. Uh, you see the champion mount kicking, dispatching a number of foes. The air about you, not charged with electricity, but the scene itself, very as if illuminated and orchestrated and lit by your deity to a perfect tee. You look over in the brief moments of combat as you come entering in, There's no Mithring. But you do see a heavy axe being dropped towards something on the ground.
0: Hmm. Okay. How far away am am I from this scene?
3: You're probably about uh, ten feet.
0: Okay. Uh, I would direct Clyde over there, and as quickly as Clyde can kind of colump his way over, um... (laughs) I have to go. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Clyde's combat consists of, Oop, I ran over you, I ran over you, oh, I ran into you. Um, and try to get a look at what's on the ground.
3: Okay. Are you, able, are you directing Clyde to stomp at anything, kick anything, or are you just trying to get him to move?
0: I'm just having him shoulder things out of the way until I get to the area.
3: Okay. Are you planning on swinging with your weapon at all?
0: If there's orcs next to the horse, yes.
3: There are plenty of orcs next it.
0: Okay, orcs. then I would swing left and right and clear myself a path.
3: Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, roll a d20. Eight. Mm-mm. Okay, you miss one, but uh, maybe this will make sense a little bit later. Maybe it won't. Depends on how things go. But uh, go ahead and roll again. We'll see how you. <laughs>
0: Save me! Save me! Sixteen.
3: Yes. You are able to hit one. Basically, you miss one, and as you're carrying through, they are so thick as thieves that you manage to embed your new sword into one of them. Okay. Go ahead. Roll for whatever sort of attack you're planning on doing.
0: Hmm. Just checking. Orcs are living, correct? Yes, they are. Okay. All right. I will do my wrathful lightning attack. So. Oh, really? (laughs) 17 versus AC.
3: Okay. And what does that spell do?
0: I haven't rolled for damage yet, but uh, it would create a scouring wind, which launches my weapon uh, with divine strength, and then thunder and a flash of lightning, I would appear at my enemy's side. So it's sort of like almost a teleportation spell where you can move quickly
3: around. You're going to teleport to the orc that is at your side?
0: It just says. Okay.
3: (laughs) All right. Very good. Um,
0: It's a melee weapon, oddly enough.
3: But normally you would you'd have to throw the weapon or it just yeah, suddenly just appear there.
0: Yeah. Um, it launches your weapon, so you toss it at whatever is near you and uh, and it hits it and then it's teleportation.
3: Okay. Uh, go I ahead. I can and roll. go
0: within five squares of myself adjacent to the target. So See,
1: I'm imagining it like you throw your sword at the guy you're doing it, and before it gets there you actually show up right next to him and pick up your own sword from the air and smack
4: him. Yeah, it returns, oh, to, your like yeah. Okay. It returns right. to your
0: hand. Oh, I like that. Okay. It returns your
1: hand. So it's Very like, it's like uh, juggling with yourself.
0: So I would Very kind good. of, I would choose an orc that was a little bit further away than right next to me. I would choose one that was closer to the target I'm going towards and let Maybe go.
4: choose the one that's killing <laughs> your friend. <laughs> right. It's not a friend, right. it's
2: something on the ground. <laughs> You're now,
3: now I understand what all this is going yeah, on. You get that where I'm is going. awesome. That is awesome. Okay. Okay. We have, a, we have we've, we've got, we're heading towards epic here.
0: Okay. Cause Clyde can deal with the ones right around me. I just kind of want to get to whatever's on the ground.
1: Beep, beep. Meanwhile, there's a bird up. up a tree named scissor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come
3: on.
4: Ah!
3: All right. There you go. Oh, Thank you. four damage. Okay. Ooh. 21. Oh, Oh, that's a big hit. Wow. Know, that my is a big hit. And there is meat piñata. <laughs> Ew. Mithrin, maybe this is why you were saved. Mm. Or maybe your crit just takes a long time to percolate through fully. Could be. Sanitari.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Roll to hit. Fifteen. Fifteen. How's that versus your AC there, Mithrin?
1: Versus my AC, that is not going to do it. My AC is 27. Okay.
3: Whoa. Danitari, yes. you hit, you strike, you cleave, you sunder. You do a whole bunch of other big sounding things as that epic bus. <laughs> pulls up. Throws all the Amish off. Pulls on a new crowd. And Helens off to New York City. Beep, beep. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The problem is, is that your weapon only seems to stop when it hits an armored form at your feet. Mithrin, are you quite sure of who actually hit your arm now?
1: Uh, I am not actually. The only thing I know is that I got knocked off, and I'm just bewildered. So I, I'm quite. Certain that I would not know. The only thing I would know is I'm raising my arm in defense. So. Yep.
3: But no, this is this is this will be fodder for later on for the grassy knoll people. But yeah, it was the orc. But Xanatari, uh-huh. uh, you have done awesome, but you are now dismounted. Okay. On the ground because you you threw it. Makes You sense. showed up, um, but you have absolutely meat pinotted, uh this orc.
4: Okay.
3: And uh, thank you right now uh at your feet where would you like to place mithrin
0: well he he's currently at my feet right i mean i look down and i see that it is him that was the figure next to the large axe that fell yes
3: yeah you're able okay. to see you're able to see in the light but i don't know if you want to put him off to the left or like you know you're kind of like standing over
0: right is he conscious it's-
3: and looking at him? uh mithrin
1: oh yeah i'm conscious I'm looking up, but, you know, all I'm seeing is that bright white light and, you know, everything. And I'm just kind of like, you know, <laughs> you know, right arm up in the air.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, how far away is Dagger Rock?
3: Dagger Rock is, uh, probably you could reach out and uh, a little bit more and he'd be, he'd be there.
0: Okay. I will reach out for Daggerok Rock and, okay. you know, here, boy, here, Dagger Rock. <laughs> Um, and get him and you then have try- to use a
1: horse whisperer voice very low and- and <laughs> that's right I
0: forgot Dagorok's a snob in this case I'm sure he'll make an
1: exception
2: <laughs> alright uh, him a fine glass of wine Pick <laughs> the right cheese to go with it <laughs> Dagorok Dagorok
1: Bordeaux come
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes and uh, I would I would have one arm around Mithrin and try to haul him to his feet and um,
3: get him in a stirrup so he could pull himself up hopefully with his one arm in fact, Mithrin Daggerrock is so either well-trained or experienced in hauling you out, that it is already heading towards a kneeling, the, the down position, for the horse. Wow. Um, and it seems to be moving his head towards either to grab you or to make sure as to what's going on is what actually happens. Um, this after, again, kicking another orc in the face and killing it. So right now we're up to uh, horse four, four, human one. <laughs> well,
1: you guys might want to think about hiring my horse and firing me because <laughs> he's pretty awesome.
3: <laughs> wow! Um, but this 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 horse is extremely—you can tell—is extremely well combat trained. Um, Sanitarie, I'm going to roll a. 5 versus your strength.
0: Uh, my strength is 11.
3: Okay. You do not strain yourself as you're attempting to move uh, Mithrin around, but we're going to say with a minor action, you are heading towards getting him uh, towards the stirrup, but not... Wow. Behold. I am the DM.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, you've just been blessed by Xanatari's god that this happened.
0: (laughs) Oncoming storm, I get plus five points to my attack. Exactly.
3: (laughs) I can create clear creativity. The rain has come. Okay. All righty. Now... In this sort of black and white apocalypse now, sort setting of flickering lights and whatnot, Caesar. Yes. The man in the tree. That's me. The one. <laughs> the one who sounds, or actually has been plagiarized by the Orco-like creature in Masters of the Universe.
0: <gasps> he compared you to Orco.
3: No. No, there's a difference. <laughs> Watch the Masters of the Universe movie, you'll see. They stole years ahead Cesar's voice.
2: Well, it's you true. you know I couldn't have stolen it because I'm too young. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's, if you could, if you could name true. who's in the Masters of the Universe movie, I'd be surprised. He-Man. You... Yeah, I know, but who played He-Man? Dolph um, Lundgren. Yes, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Come Still on.
0: doing movies in the replacements.
1: Yeah, too. yep. Expendables Two. Oh,
2: Expendables. I thought it was a tangent. Person.
1: That's All
2: a right. different movie. Yep. I don't think Dolph was in.
1: The- Universal Soldier. He was in that. Yes. He's in a lot of
3: stuff. Yeah. A National Treasure. I right
0: must here. break you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary. <on. laughs> All right. Sorry. I,
3: I, I am. I am. I am required by Caesar in his absence. Oh, by the way, people, uh, Caesar uh, is here. Uh, Mithrin, as you know, is here I'm kinda I'm obviously on some other planet <laughs>
0: If you're not here, say hi
3: Oh That <laughs> silence That lack of button pressing Thorn uh, <laughs> Thorn cannot make it due to a real life commitment tonight and um, Today Yeah
1: Tomorrow, actually, for us <laughs> he, can't <laughs> he can't make yeah. it tomorrow He can't
3: make it
0: tomorrow because he's pushing actual buttons
3: Yeah Folks, I am so tired right now that you could tell you me... You just woke up! For the dateline. Yeah, and I want to go back to bed. <laughs> the dateline means nothing to me right now. Okay, uh, Cesar. Yes. What would you like to do from up in yonder tree? Well,
2: so, there are multiple parties at hand, I believe. Am I correct? Like, I don't, I've, what have I seen slash heard, and what am I seeing slash hearing from my current vantage point. Have I seen the the group that Xanatari uh, and Mithrin are currently engaging? I know I've seen them go that way, but I don't know how close they are.
3: There's the kind of the flickering of light back and forth, so the distance perspective is a little bit off in terms yeah. of things you can see, sometimes things you can't, but you can get a good judge of uh, where things are. You see... Um, Dagger Rock, doing a kick. You see one moment Mithrin, the next moment you don't see Mithrin, okay. and then you see Xanatari heading in that direction. Okay. What you do see, though, from your vantage point up high, is uh, a fairly unobstructed view of the other orc horde that seems mm-hmm. to be running down the side of the rock face.
2: All right. So I want to get this square in my head. So I'm in the tree. Yep. What direction are Mithrin and Xanatari? Like with north, south, east, west, whatever. Obviously,
3: it's you know. they. They. They are west.
2: They're west. Okay. And where is this other group? North. They are north. And which way are they
3: heading? Uh, north. They're, they're heading,
2: heading away. Oh, a- away from me.
3: Yes. Now you would think that the kind of Roman candle nonsense that's happening in this area would attract them.
2: Right. Oh, they yeah, seem... you had said last time they were either ignorant of it somehow or doggedly pursuing some other goal to... Yes. To just, yeah.
0: Those they... damn hobbits need to be taken elsewhere. hmm
3: <laughs> Okay. This, this seems to be a fairly... Whatever that pack is heading north, Mm-hmm. They are definitely along the lines of a um, better maintained pack,
2: o- almost a, a squad, some more organization.
3: Yeah, they're they're deal. they're a mob, and there's definitely something pushing them, right, or pulling them. Yeah.
2: Okay, and you said that that was about thirty orcs, right? Yes. Okay.
3: And um, from my my math is right, there's uh, about 26 orcs still around uh, Xanatari and Mithrin. Okay.
2: Well, it looks like there... that no danger is heading towards me at this time that I can tell, I think. Since the one group seems to be held off and the other one's heading away. hmm So, I'm going to DC and pick my way, cautious, not run through the woods, but cautiously. So, anyway, I was just saying, it looks like no danger heading towards Caesar at this point, so he's going to uh, make his way down the tree and pick his way cautiously toward where Xanatarian and Mithrin seem to be busy. Okay. Um, not to dash into things, but to try to maybe stay on the outskirts and start taking pot shots at
3: whatever might be holding them up or, you know. Okay. Within twenty feet of the wood line, you are able to. Are are you stealthing at all, or are you attempting to stealth, or are you trying to not be like?
2: I guess I could. I'll roll a stealth check. I don't. I don't know that I'll. You know, become. You know, magically cloaked or anything, but just you know, be try to be quiet. Uh, Uh, Stealth's not very good though. Seventeen.
3: Okay. You're able to, reasonably well within amongst the flickers and stuff, um, keep yourself in a much lower profile than if you just gone walking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first orc that you are able to come across is actually facing you, and you come face to face, and this orc is put down by a bow shot. Okay. Uh, we're just gonna have Thorn doing pot shots from the uh, the clearing since he is not present here this evening.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you do, however, see approximately five six feet ahead of you after this one goes down. Mm-hmm. That uh, there's another two orcs. Okay. Let's see. Um,
2: with all that movement, do I have time to ignore? Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to be a little bit liberal. like just kind of like how I was with Xanatari uh, um, and Dagarok and Mithrin.
4: Okay.
2: Let's see. I don't have anything that targets two. So I'll just stick with one. Let's see. Hmm. I will choose I'll just go with Aggravating Force, one of my standard at-will attacks with my crossbow. My new cloaked book crossbow, plus three. So uh, this attack versus armor class, Mm -hmm. plus 15, so... Ooh, rolled a 19, so that is 34.
3: (laughs) You know what, just to balance out the fact that Mithrin's had this crit all over the week, (laughs) and just to make this a little bit more fun and awesome... Let's uh, treat that sort of like a uh, a slightly less epic twenty, and let you go ahead and uh, describe your scene of attack and what happens and some fun, but not as awesome as a twenty right. detail. But you know, our, our listeners do like these things. Okay.
2: Um, maybe I'll use that. Okay, so the attack. Let's see. How to make get not quite.
1: As awesome but still cool. Sorry. <laughs> so I open Thorn. this book and it turns into a crossbow and goes
4: Beep!
3: <laughs> Thor is with us in spirit, apparently the fax machine that <laughs> even though it's not the fax machine, still beeps in his honor. The tone used for fax machine. If it
1: was a twenty, you know, your book wouldn't beep when you opened it.
4: That's right. <laughs> I had to get
0: a downgraded version.
1: You have to get the, it's the, the iPad one. You have to pay for it. You know, you can <laughs> book. You know, it's the abridged book of
3: awesome. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right. The abridged version. It's, it's it's pretty good. Cesar's
3: yeah. <laughs> says, there's um, the only guy that gets to use a library card at the armory." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the description of the attack says, "When your infused weapon strikes an enemy, the weapon unleashes a force that rattles the foe." Mm-hmm. So maybe. The, when it strikes him it deals damage uh, since it's not a crit I'll roll the damage a uh, 1d6 plus 8 ten damage okay uh, it's force damage and uh, it uh, literally shakes him like the force strikes him in a way and it unleashes in a way that that, that shakes him hard enough that he sort of spins around really quickly and uh, the and by the time he sort of stops, uh, the, uh, his ally doesn't know where the, the bolt had, uh, had struck him. He's not sure where the attack came from, so my, yeah. uh, my cover isn't blown.
3: Very nice. Very nice. Uh, due to the oddities of the flickering light and so forth, you come to find that uh, purely by happenstance, The force of when you knocked the, uh, well, lightly motivated the orc in a general direction. Uh, The bolt went and entered into another orc that was the one right next to it. Okay. And both fall. Wow. Apparently dead. Two. Lightweight orcs. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's it's pretty evident that at least so far, what you've been encountering have been minions.
4: Yeah, uh, so anything
3: anything roughly over one hit point. Uh, this is sort of min, minions are largely meat pinatas, cannon fodder, or for fun. There might be something in this pack that is uh, a bit tougher, or there might not be. Yep. Splendid. But normally, when you get when the when a party gets hit by this mass, either they're looking for a total party kill, or you're dealing with a lot of minions.
2: The mm-hmm. way is to they in, introduced them this this edition as a way to make fights more epic. Yes, a lot more people and have a lot more deaths and things like that without you know having to have a super high level party.
3: Right, Mithrin. Yeah feeling that right now in this moment that your final epic song has not been written the one which will be carved upon the counter of your parents in to be sung by all in a drunken stupor <laughs> it'd be like he was dumb
1: <laughs> and that's like the whole song yeah.
4: Great. He, peed
3: his, he peed his pants yep. and was <laughs> dumb
1: exactly and, and then it'll be like, and then you, like, you know, do like a We Will Rock You on the
3: bar, you know, you like, <laughs> he
1: was dumb and peed his pants or something, you know. It, we, so.
3: we, we we need to either do that uh, that way or as a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> I get the minor sevenths. All I- oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Devil's Court. You're on the ground, you're stunned, <laughs> uh, there's a bit of shock going, um, you're, you're not really feeling like you're going to be able to go and uh, start whipping some weapons around, but um, curiously, either you've fallen down, or uh, Dagger Rock has gotten a lot shorter, mm. and you seem to be kind of feeling like you're kind of levitating, or maybe this other armored person that kind of looks like Xanatari. Uh, is trying to pick you up. Um, you're right. kind of pretty well the <laughs> Sure.
1: Um,
0: editing, editing.
1: I, I'm just wondering about um, a certain ability if I could use, um, and just how this would affect my arm that is unmoving at this point. If I was to use my second wind, how would that uh, resolve?
3: Your second wind uh, would normally just be a run for uh, hit points to be given to you. But in this case, uh, if you wish to expand that, uh, I would be lenient for a plus two on your fortitude checks that you're going to go into.
1: Okay. Um, Hmm. Interesting question. Okay, well, actually, I, I think I'm going to change my mind here. Um, my defender Ara is already on, so as long as I stay next to Xanatari, people who don't attack me, she'll have you know they, they'll take a minus two penalty to attack. So even if I'm just standing next to her, um, that's a advantage. So I am going to just uh, you know, tell her, I'm like, just keep me nearby, I'll keep people off of you. Uh, just, you know, and I'll just use my one good arm um, and use my shield block to protect Xanatari from anyone that's attacking her. And also Daggerok also um, anything that's trying to attack Daggerok, I'm going to try and push away with my shield, with the left arm.
3: Um, you kind that, that is that is a very sound plan. Uh, from what Xanatari has seen so far, um, Daggerrock may also be working to assist you as well versus you necessarily protecting, uh, Daggerrock. But, um, very good plan. Xanatari, your compatriot is alive. You're having success in getting him into the saddle without, uh, further strains or issues or maladies. Um... Once he's in the saddle, do you try to do anything to secure him, or do you just try to get Daggerok back up?
0: Um, I would just wait for Daggerok to stand once he's kind of hanging on with his one hand. I assume Daggerok would stand up with him, and then we could start to move a
3: little. Okay, and now what would you like to do for your turn once uh, Daggerok seems to be able to lift him up and um, get him kind of situated?
0: I would like to raise my hand and burst out the healing word. Um, he would be able to use a healing surge, regra- regain 1d6 additional hit points, Ew. or 2d6 if he's ever level 6. I forget what level we are. So I believe
1: it's... We're like six. 8, yeah.
0: Yeah, so 2d6, mm-hmm. and uh, he will be healed in body and spirit.
3: Whee! Okay. uh Let's see here rolling of an 18 versus your fortitude
4: Uh, my fortitude
3: no no uh, sorry mithrin okay my fortitude
1: is (laughs) 21 okay a fortitude kind
3: of guy yeah your head based upon this first wave of magic from xanatari Starts to clear, and you are able to feel uh, the tinglings of what could be a considerable avalanche of pain traveling up your arm.
4: (laughs) Now,
1: your goddess, strange healing powers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: not sure where he's going with this. Let's just wait.
3: Now you have, uh, since you have combat training. Hmm. If I roll a 13 versus your will. Uh, that's not going to do it. With 16. Okay. You are able through your combat training to process this incoming feeling and uh, realize that it is a stunned, very bruised sort of pain, not one that is going to incapacitate you, but you do not feel or suddenly whatever was done by Zanatari. In this case, I'm going to allow a liberal edit of um, the effects, but we're going to move your arm from potentially severely broken to discovering upon you a very mm, badly bruised state. Okay.
1: So not at 100%, but still movable.
3: Whatever was done, for whatever damage may be there, because you haven't been able to take it off, you haven't been feeling your arm, now you're starting to feel something after she did some magic. Not 100%, but uh, whatever could have been there, this is a great improvement in your mind that you can steal yourself behind and with your training start to overcome and uh, regain use. Like, you can start to gotcha. not feel your fingers, but damn, that arm is going to be sore until further yeah. work is done upon it. Gotcha. Kinda Excellent. Cool? Okay. Very clear. So we're going to let uh, Zantari, because she's got uh, really good cleric ability, we'll let that modification to standard um uh healing be done for the stake of the story okay is that a minor action i believe zanatari
0: it's actually an encounter special minor action yes
3: okay you can do it twice what, an encounter. okay what would you like to do then for the uh main portion of your encounter
0: what is his hit point uh, count right now?
1: My hit points are very high. Don't worry about that. He
3: he. There was never rolled to see what damage he took. He took more of a potentially catastrophic limb hit,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but damage was never rolled. So he's actually at full hit points. But he's op- since he's operating kind of uh, restricted with his arm and everything else like that, it's kind of a, you know, he's off on a different playing field than hit points at the moment.
0: Okay. I'm not quite sure how to deal with that because I can cure him, but I don't, it's pretty much like using healing surges or dealing with uh, hit points, so I'm not sure. I well,
1: would suggest harnessing the power of your awesome god and
3: killing some orcs. That would be, that would be too. great. Uh, Zantari, to answer your question, with what you did with the healing surge, instead of healing his hit points, you had you you, you affected a state change in his arm.
0: Oh, I get that, so, but I'm just saying I have cure serious wounds, which I could use to actually cure his arm, but I don't know like what state his arm is in because I can't judge it by hit points. You know what I mean?
3: Right. This this is something where I would let you use the cure serious wounds on him. But until he starts to interact back with you to let you know what's going, on. like he's not.
4: This is where the owie butt. is. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. And until Here's until a doll. somebody can actually touch the <laughs> doll, and kiss hey. it, and make it better. <laughs> you, know, you you kind you kind of just did triage on him. Okay. You're in the surrounding thing. Um, down the line here, you should be able to um, if you want to use the cure. She wounds now. you're more than welcome to, and we can resolve that, or we can use it as a role-play opportunity later when he finally tries to get that off. Yeah. Up to you.
0: Well, if he's moving his arm, I guess I'm going to just leave it be um, and just assume that he's able to be taken out, which is my goal, is to kind of get out of this horde of orcs. So Hmm? I will um, use my Thundering Steel and roll to attack.
3: Okay, go ahead.
0: How many are around me, like, right adjacent at this point?
3: There's uh, about five. Okay. Oh. Uh,
0: 31. Jeez! Okay. Versus and AC. What it,
3: and, w- and what does that effect
0: do? I haven't rolled for the damage yet, but basically it's just a, a, a melee attack, a little bit fancier one, mm-hmm. Um I have thunder involved, and a thunderclap will rumble when I actually do hit. The next time an ally would hit this target before the end of my next turn, it would get an extra three thunder damage on that target.
3: Okay. Uh, are you swinging in any particular way that would hit more?
0: Um, laterally. I mean, I assume I'm kind of leading Dagger Rock, I would think, and just kind of doing like a lateral okay. attack, kind of hit All many right. things as I can.
3: Uh, we'll give you uh, a hit on three. Okay, cool. And provided you don't roll a uh, one on your damage, uh, we've got some...
0: Right. That's not awesome. Four.
3: Eleven. Yep, you definitely... Uh, three are turned to uh, ribbons. Uh, Clyde, by the way, appear- appears to be holding up reasonably well and okay. is trying to follow you as well. Um, his kicks are by no means as precise and uh, executed as uh, dagger rocks, but he's a good natural kicker. and. Uh, I is, picture he- him
0: like one of the Budweiser Clydesdales with yeah. the, like, the really cute ribbons in his hair as he kind of bumbles Aww. around, hitting Ooh, everyone that- to death.
3: Yeah, so he's kind of going through, and occasionally a a legal shootout, and you know, in the back, and uh, mm-hmm. take one out. But he's trying to move as well. Um,
1: you know, when you say that he was a good kicker, I just have to point this out. Like, I know one sports name ever out of football or anything. Well, a lot of football, anyway, and it's Jan Stenerud. <laughs> he was like the best kicker for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had, came through my head. Jan Stenerud. So,
2: boo Vikings.
4: Anyway.
1: Yeah, go Vikings. No, so, boo Vikings. I don't care about either. <laughs> yeah, go football. Uh, Yay football! Yeah. It's it's like there's a uh, this one guy who, who described football as like you know and so then the guys they 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 stand up and they stand next to each other and then they all fall fall down and then <laughs> and then the one guy runs for a while and that's pretty nice
3: you know and then he falls down. <laughs> and I'm a poorly imitated Howard Cosell. <laughs> and I'm punting this play from Atari oh. to Cesar. You do yeah. kind
4: of look Position. like an announcer with go. that
3: headset. The middle yard line. <laughs> Take it away, Cesar. Okay, so what do my old eyes see? Uh, not quite as much epic as you'd sort of think you'd see in a given situation of, uh, things you've seen recently, but, um, there's a couple less orcs, uh, you've got about four that you could easily group together or take out, um, sweet, the candle or the car candle in the back is, uh, still going full force, you gotta kind of wonder if that one's gonna be a natural monument now or, uh, just how much did, uh, explosives would you have kind of packed into that? Um, there's definitely a, a good deep reserve well of whatever the hell this is underneath there.
2: Um, that group of four intrigues me. I do have It's one of my more recent attacks that I picked up. It's called Runic Resistance. Uh, it targets uh, an area burst one within ten squares, so basically like a fifteen foot square area. Hmm. Uh, or 3x3 three three if you're talking in terms of the squares on a grid Kay. and it targets each enemy in the burst
4: Hmm. Uh,
3: so I think I'm going to choose that one Cesar, so with the one. range of that mm-hmm. much uh, you definitely have a good deal of the pack uh, within there so I pray that you roll a 20
2: okay well we'll see <laughs> um, c- uh, Cesar, uh takes a knee he uh, you know, pulls out. <laughs> he pulls out a uh, a, uh, a crossbow bolt. It's a single bolt, and uh, it's inscribed with slightly glowing red, uh, like a red spiral around it. He loads it in. He shoots there uh, He uh, aims the crossbow up, almost like a like a mortar, like off of his shoulder, sort of a, in an arc. Nice. And he sh- He shoots the, and he, he, you know, sort of figures out the trajectory, you know, calculations. And uh, he fires, and the the instant the bolt leaves his uh, crossbow, it blossoms into a sphere, and it shoots on this arc up and right into the middle of as many orcs as he can see, and explodes... And I get to choose the damage type too. I get to choose, let's see, it's going to be uh, acid explosive. Oh! Arcanic acid damagey y stuff. Uh, and it, let's see.
1: And it hurts a lot. Right.
2: So let's, it's 13 versus a reflex, plus 13, so let's see what I roll. Uh, It's not a 20. It's uh, 11 plus 13 is 24 versus Reflex.
3: Okay. Again, I'm feeling somewhat liberal tonight. So, uh, if you were to wipe out 90% of the remaining horde,
4: Mm -hmm.
3: let's have some acidic death throws, my friend.
2: So, it arcs up, and it actually lands... It doesn't actually hit anybody, it strikes the ground right in the center of a like the majority of the orcs. And what the sphere does is it hits the ground, it compresses, and then in a flat plane it just ejects a spray all around it of this it's acid, but it's actually like a like a turquoise color and it just shoots out and anywhere it hits any of the orcs, it immediately just ankle down. And they, you know, at that point, they have, you know, no feet, no ankles, and they (laughs) do what you would imagine, you know, that they right down onto the exposed stump, scream in pain, and then are dealing with that as the acid, and then they, you know, onto the ground and land on whatever residual acid is there, and it starts eating into them very quickly
1: says are you a sadistic bastard <laughs>
3: <laughs> there are just so many follow up comments and comparisons that I could make to this given point but let's move mm. on
1: yeah <laughs>
2: also just so you know not that it probably really matters at all uh, it also has an effect if there are any allies in the burst uh, they gain resist eight to acid
3: yeah I'm, I'm kind of curious because uh, you <laughs> did discharge this um, in and amongst uh Right. members of the group, so would they have to make reflex saves? It,
2: the, the target is specifically each enemy in the burst.
3: Oh, So nice.
2: I, I'll guess I'll, I'll RP that as Cesar's been uh, d- uh, dealing, toying with uh, his party members' blood and uh, things like that, and also been coating their equipment with certain protective uh, salves, salves, Is it salves. I think it's salves. salves,
1: salves.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, to you know, keep them from getting eaten by your terrible by... acid wrath. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that. And they actually, and it actually interacts with the the salve in a way that it makes them resistant to the acid. Uh, pl- if there were any reason that they would take acid damage, which I think there is,
1: <laughs> so I got this. Is. He shot this arrow in the air, and then all the enemies died. And then all of a sudden, like I had skittles on me, and <laughs> I was like, "All right, skittles!" <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Sanitary <laughs> screams. Uh, oh, Taste of the rainbow! Awesome acid oh. turns into skittles when it touches my armor. This is great.
3: I I, I comp I completely fear the safety of any police that ever have to come and take Caesar out of a bunker. <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nicely oh, yeah. done. Mithrin, things look dire. They do. However, there's some improvement in your arm. And, uh, oddly enough, um, as your head clears, either you were hallucinating the large number of orcs surrounding you or things kind of got a little more quieter and instead you just kind of charged into a large pile of, of dead, hmm. burning, smoking, kind of acidically decaying, not pleasant smelling orcs. So uh not quite sure where your head's at, but uh, what would you like to do?
1: Um, where is the densest population of
3: orcs as to where I am standing? Uh, that would now be towards your left. Uh, and
1: how many would be there, roughly? Uh,
3: let us give it as a total of five.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to turn Daggerok in that direction immediately, assuming that I know that I can attack. And I'm going to Cleaving Assault again, and this time hopefully correctly. And so uh, whenever I hit with a melee attack using a weapon, one enemy adjacent to me other than the target takes damage equal to my constitution modifier okay
3: so uh, I'm gonna give you a negative three on that attack roll due to your arm kinda not working yeah so, so still being a bit jacked but usable gotcha. so you can grip your weapon and let's get some party going awesome okay
1: so that would be a fourteen okay you were able to hit uh, uh, let's see that would be
4: I am not.
1: One d ten plus six. Excellent. Where's my d ten? That's not so good.
3: Eight. Okay. Uh, you for the first
1: guy, and then my constitution for the second guy, who's next to it, will take a uh, a four. So
3: okay. Two of them die. <laughs> While you are attacking, an arrow uh, comes in hits into the center of mass on uh, one orc. That orc does not go down. Oh. you got three remaining for what you can see in the area of orcs.
2: Come on, Boromir. Take him out.
0: I feel like (laughs) I have to play this now because I haven't played it yet, and uh, I think you'll like it.
1: Mithrin has song in his heart and prefers to use words instead of fighting. But when push comes to shove... He's not afraid to save the day.
0: Stand back, everyone, nothing here to see. Just in a danger in the middle of it, me. Yes, Captain Hammer's here, hair blowing in the breeze. The day needs my saving expertise. A man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Seems destiny ends with
4: me. You. the only doom that's blooming is you loving me today
0: so I'll give you a second to catch your breath
4: yeah
1: <sighs> the hammer is my penis <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's
0: true good to know
2: the yeah. hammer dance is your penis.
3: that's right it's so good to know that everything I've said, correctly or incorrectly to this point, uh, fails in comparison to <laughs> Missions comments.
4: <laughs>
3: Sanitary!
0: Yes, so uh, there's three left? Is that where we're <laughs> assuming?
1: There is three indeed. Okay. I and mean, one has an arrow sticking out of them, yeah. Ah.
0: Alright. I think we're down to standard action time. Uh, Stormhammer, I will roll to hit... As many as I can, um, and
3: here. What does Stormhammer do? Because we haven't had a good combat in a while.
0: Um, 26 to hit. Uh, I would Gee. call out the litanies of the cleansing storm as rage overcomes me and divine wound swirl. With each strike, thunder and lightning explode from my weapon. And I can, char- basically I'm charging uh, and using this power in place of like a basic melee.
3: Okay. And which of the orcs?
0: The one in the middle.
3: Is that the one that has the arrow, or? Yes. Okay. You hit.
0: Okay. Ten.
3: Very good. Orc still living.
1: Duh. Uh-huh. Okay.
3: Caesar, not An orc? Yes. Now, you can either, uh kick off, have a cigarette, admire your work. <laughs> ponder just how much fuel is in that lovely flaming candle campfire of destruction behind you. You can ponder where Thorn may actually be and whether he may mistake you for an orc. or Let's ponder if
0: Cesar uh, actually treated Thorn's armor and person.
1: <laughs> I just like this idea of him sitting back like with a cigarette and going, MAAH! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like George oh, Burns. Oh, nah, nah, good job, guys. Nah.
3: You know, or did you leave any forwarding information for the honeys back at the inn that got blown up?
2: <laughs> just come waltz again? Yeah. Caesar. What?
3: Exactly.
2: Um, well, there's this big guy with an of him. I think Caesar would like to wrap him in some barbed wire.
3: Mm. Remember his spike
2: wire attack from your...
3: Um, good explosion followed by a little uh, little fetish action there, okay?
2: Uh, yeah, like exactly. It. So Cesar puts his gimp outfit on and shoots the... <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got that other bolt that uh, he loads in and fires, and it immediately spirals out into this clump of barbed wire that is hopefully going to wrap itself around some vital parts of this uh, seemingly tougher work. And it's uh, an attack versus fortitude. Mm -hmm. 23 total.
3: Very good.
2: Uh, It it deals 1d8 plus 8, so 14 damage, force damage, and Mm -hmm. Until the end of my next turn, any attack against that target deals three extra damage. Just because every attack sort of drives the barbed wire deeper into the flesh of the orc.
3: Very good. Mithrin! Yo. Do you feel lucky, Um, punk?
1: I do, because there are three enemies in front of me, and there's at least one to hit, I'm certain. (laughs) So.
3: I, I I I have to let you know though that the barbed wire it it did manage to avoid entangling the hammer hand so you know there's not going to be any chafing. Oh, that's great! I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want, to cha- you don't want to you know actually take a turn to get gold bond out because <laughs> <cool>, so.
2: <laughs> some bag balm.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> sticky. All right, so <laughs> um, yeah, Paramount I'm Anderson gonna. So, carry
4: on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right.
1: I'm going to go ahead with another cleaving assault and aim at the uh, you know toughest orc once again.
3: Okay. Uh-oh. You are going to be at a negative one this time because you think you're starting to get some of your balance back in your uh, your arm. You at least you know you kind of barely hit the last time. You're sort of kind of compensating now a bit better. For the, the bruised uh, weapon arm. So do a negative one and have oh. that.
1: Uh, ooh, wow. That's really good. Uh, that'd be a 28. You, sir. Have hits. Excellent. So he would take uh, the main guy there. Psst, lame. Uh, i take a six. And then the person next to him would take a four.
3: You hit feebly very strongly uh, in terms of trying to hit center of mass on this creature. Uh, your attack kind of bounces off and uh, manages to cleave one of the other orcs nearly in two. Ooh. It's the blood shower upwards as pressure is released. Uh, but all it does is seem to further enrage as the spray starts to fall down upon this uh, Orc that is wrapped in barbed wire um, uh, just seems to make it more and more angry. He's a
1: vampire orc. Okay.
3: No. And
1: bloodlust.
3: Mm. Caesar, is there anything on your power as to what I would roll uh, versus to escape the barbed wire? Um,
2: it just lasts until the end of Caesar's next turn. Okay.
3: Um... Mm Xanatari... Since you are on the ground... The barbed... Standing on the ground, I mean... The barbed wire figure is... Going to... Uh... Charge... At you... Since it cannot attack you directly with its arms... It realizes it is... Ensconced in barbed wire... So it is Uh going to make use of this... And charge you...
0: (laughs) Okay... Um...
3: And if I roll a 16 versus your AC...
0: You would not hit.
3: Okay. Probably should have been a reflex save, but let's go with the it AC and keep be. it moving.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, the orc comes at you, and you are able to uh, get out of its way. And let us take it into Cesar.
2: Uh so he's still up all right uh, barbed wire effect it's more magical than physical so it's gonna be wearing off here soon. Let's try. We'll just do an ethereal chill. It's one of my at wills with the crossbow okay. um, it targets an enemy uh, It. let's see it does uh it's versus reflex so. 29 versus Reflex as a, uh, oh yes. a bolt that's sort of shimmering blue and leaves a slight trail in of vapor in the air. Uh, slides home into the lure of the orc, and it deals cold damage. Strew, drew, 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 rolled a 1 on the damage. 1 plus 8 is 9
3: damage. Mm-hmm. Cold okay. damage. Okay. As... Your bolt lands, and the effects happen. The uh, shock is enough that the orc uh, kind of surges, cinches up for a moment, and takes an arrow to the left eye. Ooh. Oh, that's the worst place to get a cold dart. However, that that was Thorne's uh, oh, response. Um, orc, still alive, so... <sighs> Not in a direct line, but um, there's Big Orc, Xanatari, a little bit off the side because she side and then um, behind that, uh, another Orc. So right now, Mithrin to your rear is uh, Big Orc. Eh. Okay. Or at least the Orc that is not dying quite so easy.
4: Hmm.
1: And that orc is actually attacking Zenitari right now. Well, had charged her. Had charged, okay. But he hasn't actually made contact yet, so he's just in process?
3: Um, No, uh, she managed to to sidestep and then took a couple uh, accessories. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha.
1: Okay, well, I would like to intercept him uh, as quickly as possible. Um, Getting in front with... uh, Let's see here. Um... Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with a power strike on this guy um so if I hit the target will take an extra uh one weapon damage from the okay. attack so and also uh of a staggering hammer uh feat, he'll be stunned for one round so okay here we go and maybe 18. Versus AC? Yes. Oh, oh, oh dude, buddy. There we go. Well, that would be a 13 plus. Hang on. That would be 19. 19 damage.
3: Okay. Xanatari, this orc, the magical barbed wire vanishing from around it. Free, suddenly defected with various studded and pointy implements sticking out of it. Smot, by the power strike of Mithrin, stands staggeringly before you. Okay. uh, Do you wish to minister to the masses?
4: (laughs) Yes,
0: this orc is ticking me off, so it needs to go. Um, I want
2: to hear her
3: sermon. Let's hear her sermon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In fact, since it has been called for, treat this as, again, not a 20, but damn near for whatever you're going to do once you do your effects, okay? I don't have to roll? No, you're going to roll, but okay. the description is to your... Okay.
1: He's also been stunned, so you you got a pretty good shot.
0: Yes, 28 versus uh, Will Mm -hmm. mm-hmm okay (laughs) that's kind of sucky nine damage I would uh, get very close to this orc and grab him with my one hand taking my mace and basically shoving it at his throat and striking for a throat strike on him Um, this this attack that I'm doing right now is lesser aspect of wrath. It is my daily, so it would be divine and radiant, and uh, there would be a glow to the to the sword that I'm hitting him with. I know it's said mace, but it's a sword, and um, he would get radiant damage equal to my con modifier, which is um, 16. So basically, it would blast out with radiance and uh, try to crushes windpipe is where I'm going a la Darth Vader
3: your blow is true your power unchallenged at the moment your hit complete and the radiant damage because as you hit it uh, it was enough to sever the head from the body the radiant damage having nowhere really to go Aside from either out the neck Chooses the much more dramatic Rider of Sleepy Hollow type thing And the Light burns forth From the jack-o'-lantern head Through the remaining eyeball Okay (laughs) And blasts out that eyeball Orc Be dead
0: (laughs) I would wipe myself off with satisfaction. (laughs)
3: <laughs> With the explosion of blood from the throat, the angle keeping it away from you, it falls back onto the ground. Okay. okay. Caesar. Yes. Un orc mass.
2: Uh, let's take him out. I'll do him on their uh, aggravating force. It's sort of his. Ross
3: bar- 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 has got plenty of those. Let's uh, fire one of those off. Are, are are we doing some high noon on the uh, the desert uh, streets here, or are you just gonna be like uh, whatever? Uh, just
2: it's more like we've just been focusing on this big one. I just took out countless number. You know, take that Daggeroth. My tar- my way above yours now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost sort of like a from the hip sort of. Oh, there's that one left. That puny one. Let's just mm-hmm. sh- uh, twang a shot off at him. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 15, 33 versus AC. Yes. 12 damage, 12 force damage. It, you know, sort of pulses outwards as it strikes and rattles him. I don't know if he'll still be alive or not. If he is, there's an
3: effect. Very good. He's dead. Yeah. There is perhaps where we are recording not silence, but silence falls upon the area, with the exception of Thorne off in the distance, uh, probably good 40, 50 feet away, shouting something about huzzah and sweet rolls and whatever else.
1: <laughs> Ale! Ale! Mead! mead sweet um, rolls and mead!
3: <laughs> there, there is, there is the, there is the further sound of, uh, of the, Carn still roaring with fire. <laughs> exactly. Who has hot dogs? <laughs> and with this moment of silence, I ask Xanatari to please take us out.
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Also, if you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, that would be awesome because that would help us in our rankings as well and possibly get more listeners so we can have some more episodes that might be uh, guest stars for you and things of that nature. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers and the Super Number One podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at Gray Area podcast.com and the other at supernumber number one dot join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels